Lights. Camera. Brain. Action. The fourth annual Dionysus Awards. For the most philosophically compelling movies of 2011. And the nominees are... For the most philosophically ambitious movie imaginable, The Tree of Life. You are not to call me dad. You will call me father. But don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. For the most philosophically rich depiction of sadism and masochism in human life. A dangerous method. If there is one thing I've learned in my short life, is this. Never repress anything. For the most philosophically courageous and unrelenting film. We need to talk about Kevin. Just because you're used to something doesn't mean you like it. You're used to me. Join us as we explore the most philosophically interesting movies of the year. The 2012 Dionysus Awards, coming up on Philosophy Talk. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW San Francisco. We're continuing conversations that started down the road at Stanford University, where Ken and I are professors of philosophy. And today, it's our fourth annual Dionysus Awards show. The Dionysus Awards are presented to the most philosophically interesting movies of the year. Sometimes, when we feel like it, we also honor philosophically notable movies from the past. Now, unlike your average award show, we accept nominations from the floor. So we'll be talking to some of our listeners who wrote in with their own suggestions and also to some special guests. To win a Dionysus Award, a movie has to be interesting from a philosophical point of view. It could present a morally complex vision of human life, like the reader did. To make room, you were picking women out and saying, you and you and you have to be sent back to be killed. Well, what would you have done? It may force us to think about our own prejudices and stereotypes, like District 9 did. I mean, you can't say they don't look like that. That's what they look like, right? They look like prawns. It may take us to the boundaries of reality, like Inception. Or it may challenge the line between appearance and reality, like Black Swan, both past winners. How about I dance the Black Swan for you? Now, the movies to which we give a Dionysus Award have to be philosophically ambitious and compelling. But they also need to be good movies, well-executed films. I saw a number of movies I like this year, and some of them have gone on to be nominated for Academy Awards. Films like The Artist, which I really loved, Moneyball, Warhorse, and The Help. Some of these touched on philosophical themes, but that wasn't what they were really about. Fine for the Oscars, but not for the Dionysus Awards. And one of those films, The Help, its reception raised a lot of interesting issues, I think. A lot of philosophical issues. That's because it had this kind of bifurcated reception. Many in the black community thought it was yet another example of one of Hollywood's, I think, really bad habits. That's the habit of supposing that if you're going to tell a story about a black person, you better tell it through the eyes of a white person. That's the only way it's going to have a chance of being a hit in the mainstream box office. Well, there's some interesting philosophical issues there in the reception to The Help. But The Help itself, I don't think it's Dionysus worthy. No, I think you're right. I think the movie itself, does it help to illuminate the nature of our racial attitudes or the nature of racism? Not in any very deep or challenging ways. It was a good year for movies about dysfunctional families. There was a Descendants and Hannah. 
Hannah got a couple of nominations. It was about a young lady raised by her father to be an extremely effective killer. So it raised the issue of free will. But, in my opinion, not in a philosophically very interesting way. Totally agree, John. Now, you know, throughout this show, we'll be talking about some mainstream movies with thought-provoking themes, but many philosophically interesting movies first appear outside the mainstream, outside Hollywood, at some small film festival or other. And these film festivals have become central to the hopes of serious filmmakers, and new festivals are cropping up every year. We sent our roving philosophical reporter, Caitlin Esch, to the Santa Barbara Film Festival. There she looked for philosophical films from budding young filmmakers. She files this report. At the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, actors including Christopher Plummer from the movie Beginners and Viola Davis from The Help were honored along with Martin Scorsese, director of Hugo. But there were also dozens of younger, lesser known directors, actors, and producers making career debuts and many philosophical films. Take the animated short Cadaver. Writer and director Jonah Ansel says he wanted to explore what it means to love someone, only to discover a betrayal after death that changes everything. I want to live. I want to give. In the film, an old dead guy, played by Christopher Lloyd, comes back to life after his heart is taken out during an autopsy. He proclaims his heart belongs to his wife and sets out to give it back to her. Then he discovers a truth he never learned in life. Romantic vows, indeed, deceive and cross what I wear on my sleeve. Love has become sappy and commercialized and cheap. Director Jonah Ansel. From the Kardashians to Hallmark, whatever it means to love anymore and how you manifest that through behavior, through marriage, through whatever it might mean, I wanted to tell a story that I actually emotionally believed in that would actually resonate with someone who is a cynic or a romantic. And then there was The Kill Hole, a feature film by Portland-based director Misha Webley. A troubled Iraq War veteran struggles to put his life back together, but he's haunted by the brutal atrocities he committed during the war. Here he is talking to his counselor. What makes what I did wrong? Look, there's nothing right about what they asked us to do. You gotta remember that. I did bad things. <laughs> really bad things. Webley used real veterans to shoot the group therapy scenes. He says the stories they told were so moving that people working on the set were reduced to tears. The idea really is that you go through an experience like that, you're, you're fighting in combat, you have to really shift entirely how you think and how you react to things, they say is 90% boredom, 10% terror, you know, and you do that for long periods of time. Um, coming home, it's very hard to turn that off. In order to fight a war effectively as a soldier, you have to switch something in, 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 in your brain. It's, it's part of the training. The Santa Barbara Film Festival also features several philosophical documentaries. Dirty Energy is a film by Brian Hopkins about the impact of the BP oil spill off the coast of Louisiana. Here's a scene where a seafood distributor gets angry over the slow and incomplete cleanup. Director Hopkins says the potential cost of the spill is an entire culture from the Cajuns who live without electricity to the third-generation shrimpers. Most people aren't third-generation anything anymore. 
And the idea of all that knowledge being passed down, and he's like, this is all I know. If I can't do what I have been born, bred, and raised into, then who am I? Other philosophical documentaries to look out for are Sunday in Brazzaville and Surviving Progress. Such films are being made all over the world by young filmmakers. You just have to seek them out. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Caitlin Esch. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.